As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You are about to be trampled underfoot. If you have a $10 bill and no debt, you are wealthier than 15% of all American citizens. What do you think about that? I think that's pretty easy to do when you stop and think about it because you and I have talked about this before. We both know people who make, you know, less than, you know, 25,000 a year who are in credit card debt up to their eyeballs and it's a real shame. So if you figure, even if you're not, you know, struggling, if you've got a mortgage and you've got, um, a credit card and you've got a car payment, you're in debt, you know, uh, very we easy. Went, we went for many, many years being 100% debt-free. We had no mortgage. We had no car payments. Everything was paid for. And it was great to a point. But then again, when we went to go buy this house, we had to go get credit cards to establish a credit history because while we had no debt, we didn't know anybody anything other than our monthly utilities. We had no credit as well because we hadn't, bought anything on credit everything was cash yeah so you know it's it's a double-sided coin so to be out of debt without a ten dollar bill in your pocket i would say that you're doing better than probably yeah than quite a few folks yeah it's so, just one of those funny things right yeah that that's that's actually fairly easy because i mean anybody who is a homeowner folks who own their home outright with no mortgage at all are a pretty rare commodity. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're out there, but they're not the majority of folks. Most folks have a mortgage that they're paying on. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just a uh, part of, of life. If not, people couldn't really own much now, could they? Yeah. Because everything costs so much. You'd have to build up to. Right. I, yeah. I remember yeah. being able to buy on layaway. Yep. I guess that you could still do that. Uh, there are certain times a year Wally World does it, you know, around Christmas or what have you, but they don't do it very often. Um, you had layaway. Do you remember Christmas Club bank accounts? No, I don't. You got it was a savings account that you put money into every month. And if you didn't take it out until like I think it was like December first. If you didn't take any money out, you got a higher interest rate. And it was there to have people save up money to buy Christmas presents. 
So you got a little bit higher interest rate by putting it in this one special account and not touching it until December, like 1st or 15th or whatever. But that and layaway were how most people did Christmas. And yeah. if you stop and think about it, the whole layaway thing was actually pretty good because that was also storage. It was offsite storage. You could, even if you had the money to go down and buy things, you could take all your items up to the layaway counter, put them on layaway and, you know, just pay it all off except for like a $10 balance. And then a few days before Christmas, you could go pay that off, get your stuff, take it home, wrap it up, put it under the tree. And, um, but yeah, I, I bought my first computer on layaway. I bought a whole bunch of various things off of layaway. Let's but, go um, to, uh, Oh, go ahead. But the whole thing about saving up for something, that's how I was raised. If you didn't yeah. have the money for it, you saved for it. You didn't go get a credit card. That was for, that was for business people who had to entertain clients or what have you, you know? Yeah. And, or you just did without, I mean, and that's something that we refuse to do now. We, we just will not do without, we have to have the newest, biggest, best, whether we can afford it or not. Yeah. I mean, my dad used to say that. I told you that the other day, um, he'd say, don't, don't owe anybody anything. Mm -hmm. Don't be in debt. If you can't afford it, don't have it. Just simply don't have it. Save up for it and then go put your pennies on the counter and then buy it. But other than that, don't sit there and, and owe within right. reason, right? Within reason, because there's certain things, but like try to go in the direction of not owing. Well, see, I'm cheap. I, I don't like paying all that interest. That's why I don't like credit cards because I don't like paying 9% interest for socks or 19% interest on shoes. You know, um, and it gets me you know, the average. I'm watching commercials on television and I'm seeing this new GMC truck is only this much with 72 month financing. 72 months? That's six years. Six years of paying interest on a vehicle. And the reason they'll finance it for six years is because if it was only three, like it used to be, you wouldn't be able to afford it. Yeah. You know, so that's why you got people making 12 bucks an hour driving $80,000 trucks because they're paying for it for six years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, um, it's one of those things. I don't want to personally be, you know, as much as possible indebted to anybody, you know, yeah. I really don't. Um, anyways, let's okay. go to Sorry. this one. No, no. Um, that wasn't a, a, an interesting, you know, look into that. Um, I'll just, here's another one interesting about America. Kansas produces enough wheat in one year to feed everyone in the world for two weeks. Have you been to Kansas? I have not. I believe that's true. <laughs> but I wonder where they're putting the wheat because there's a lot of corn there too. But I mean, they are some growing. You want to talk about agriculture, head out to the, uh, to the plains. It's just like, wow. 
So yeah, I believe forever that. And ever, huh? Oh, forever. I mean, we drove through Kansas and when, when we got out of Kansas city, Missouri, which is right on the border, um, Kansas city and Overland park, we got out of there. The tallest thing we saw was a windmill. I mean, it's just perfectly flat. There is nothing between the Arctic circle and the Gulf of Mexico and nothing for any direction. The tallest thing we saw was a windmill. Amazing. I mean, I'm kind of used to flat, you know what I'm saying? Like it wouldn't mm -hmm. like flat doesn't necessarily, it's when I see mountains and I'm like, Oh wow. Distance, <laughs> you know? Yeah. See, I'm a West coast kid raised, you know, born and raised in this Valley love lived other places, but you know, thinking about it, I've almost always had mountains on the horizon. Even when we lived in California, we were at the basis of mountains, a, a mountain range. When we lived in Nevada, we were surrounded by the Sierra. I mean, you know, Lake Tahoe was 25 miles from the house. But uh, when I got back to Oklahoma, that's flat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me move to this one. Did you know that one in eight people in the U.S. has been employed by McDonald's? <laughs> With the number of McDonald's out there, somehow that doesn't surprise me. One in eight. I, I was. Know. That was my first job at age 15. You know, that's one job I've never done. I've never worked fast food. <laughs> it's... I've it's never true. worked fast food. I, I've worked now. I was a busboy in a restaurant, and I was a, I was a dishwasher at a buffet, but I've never worked fast food. It was crazy. So, yeah. I, in no, the I, short time I was there, I saw people get into fights with each other in the just fist fights in the McDonald's over <laughs> stupid, you know, organizational issues. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Well, my nuggets. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw a bunch of stuff. Um, but I thought that that's an interesting little thing. Um, this one you probably know, but Russia sold Alaska to the U.S. for two cents per acre. The um, Seward's Folly, it was called. They thought that, you know, th that he was absolutely nuts, but it was a great strategic move on his part without knowing it, actually. I didn't know it was that cheap, but when you figure how many acres in Alaska, two cents an acre, that's still a ton of money. Here's this one. In the U.S., 40% of babies 
are born to unmarried women. Yeah, that's a sad statistic. That I believe. 40%. And that's a uh, sad statistic. And it says it wasn't always this way, but for eight years in a row, a whopping 40% of all babies were born to unwed mothers. And that's a stark contrast to the 1940s, where it was just 3.8 of babies. Right. Yeah, that was when we had a sense of shame. And it didn't hit 10% until the until 1969. Yep. So it went, obviously, up from there. Yep. Well, that was the beginnings of the, uh, the um, liberation movement. Yeah. Um, here's another one. One in three Americans, I can attest to, is obese. One in three Americans. I I, I believe that as well, because we are spoiled. We're very spoiled. People, people, fast food was never meant to be a steady diet. There, I said yeah. it, and I'm glad. No, 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 no. See, but you're, 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 I'm big boned. I'm big boned. There's yeah, all right. How come they've <laughs> never found a fat skeleton? It's so true, you know. But you know the excuse, right? Oh, he's hefty. He's just big boned. <laughs> no, there ain't no such thing. There has never once been a fat skeleton. <laughs> when you find one of those, it's gonna be great because that'll solve. That'll serve all the excuses. Mm -hmm. Um. So this one I kind of didn't know, but um, more people live in New York City than in forty of the fifty states. I kind of didn't know that. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Let's see what New York City's population is. Um, it's from the department. It's from the New York City Department of Planning. Is the. Okay. New York City has 8.3 million people. All right. As of July of 2015, it's 8.55040. Okay. Well, this is two, 2018 numbers. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, and I would, hmm, I don't know. I know it has almost double the population of the state of Oregon. I can say that for certain because we're right around 4 million. But um, about 40 of the 50 states, I don't know if it's that many. Yeah. Hmm. Um, more. The quote is, more people live in New York City than in 40 of the 50 states. Um, that We'll leave that one up to the researchers to see. Okay. Um, unless you want to investigate further. No, you I, you know, I don't, uh, don't necessarily believe that to, one. I, I don't want to take away well now that you know what man that may be absolutely right because new york city's population is 8.3 million and okay no it would be 38 38 states okay because 12 states have a bigger population okay. but still wow that's a ton of folks that is a ton of folks um man okay, let's see here all right. Oh, you're going to like this one. Uh oh. So, Oregon mm -hmm. is the fastest 
speaking state in the U.S., and Mississippi is the slowest. I think that would depend on where you go in Oregon. I think that would be more prevalent up north because there are bigger cities up there. Yeah, I mean, people are so laid back around here. Don't get me wrong. I can get going on a roll, but yeah. people are so laid back down in this area. I could probably, I, I, I had no idea about the uh, fastest. That's what it says there. And let me see where they're. Mississippi, I believe, because I think Steve is still answering a question I asked him last week. The um, quote comes from Traveler. Um, CN Traveler, um, which is a website. Oregon is the fastest speaking state in the U.S. Um, New Yorkers talk the most. Now, who's, who's surprised? And then it goes down a list of stuff. Hmm. Well, huh. with that said, yeah, I mean, it's something. I mean, we could, we could, we could see, look into it. Um, but I'll just it, mention. Well, go ahead. That's kind of an odd statistic too, because it's it one is. of those I would never have thought of to even track. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but Mississippi is the slowest. Mississippi being the slowest, I can see that entire region: Mississippi, Alabama. Louisiana, because I mean, I talk about the pace of life here. It's very slow there. People are, I mean, you go to, I mean, if, if you go to some of the major cities, you know, Birmingham, Montgomery or something like that, then yeah, the pace of life is fast, Yeah, but it's more relaxed. Everybody's like, okay, don't worry about it. We'll get there. And when they see, I'll see you in a minute. When they say, I'll see you in a minute, that could be like next Tuesday. You know, it, it's isn't just, more, isn't it more like, isn't it more like saying that same sentence? Isn't it more like, uh, see, and everybody's on that. No, it's <laughs> just kind of a laconic laid back. No hurry. We're not in a rush. Everything's so right. New York would look like they're bouncing off the walls over there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You can, you can tell city folks easily in small towns you know it's just it's real frenetic and they they're there you can tell because they're used to competition that we're just not used to that's right you know and got to get up front got to get into the store got to hurry up and get in front of this guy and grab that loaf of bread before he gets it and it's just like dude there's 30 more right there on the same shelf you know, this is not a contest. Looking <laughs> looking out the, the blinds of the ca cafeteria to your car in the parking lot, make sure nobody yeah. sold it. Yeah, just kind of, you know, looking out the, yeah. Just, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm parking right up here so I can keep an eye on the car. All, Dude, all, all, all the entrances care are about your car. <laughs> yeah, all, all entrances are, are, you're keeping an eye out just in case of some sort of hijacking or robbery. Well, the only bars on the windows around here that I can think of are at the county jail. So folks are just, you know, it's just laid back. All right. So did you know this one? Okay. The word Pennsylvania is misspelled on the Liberty Bell. I didn't know that. Awesome. 
I didn't know. I did not know that. I'm about to look at look at a picture of it. I guess. <laughs> uh, from that National Science, the National Science Foundation is the um, source. Thank goodness that they have um, sources on the site that I was looking at. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Um. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> so now I'm going to have to look for a big. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. High res image of the Liberty Bell. It would take, check this out. It would take you more than 400 years to spend a night in all of Las Vegas's hotel rooms. All of the rooms? All of the rooms. That I believe. I've seen the size of the hotels on the strip. That I believe. That's I mean, it, it, it'd take you 10, 20 years to just do a couple of the hotels. So that I do believe. I mean, wow. <laughs> Amazing. So there's enough concrete in the Hoover Dam to build a two-lane highway from San Francisco to New York City. Uh, that that I also believe. I mean, there is so much concrete in the Hoover Dam that it still hasn't fully cured yet. Really? Yeah. And it was built in the 30s. That's an astonishing thing, dude. If that it, thing were to bust, I don't think it. I don't think that's going to be a factor. I really don't. I think the. I think the canyon walls around it would crumble first. It really? is so many. It is so many yards thick that, uh, well, put it to you this way. There's a two-lane road and pedestrian sidewalks on each side of the two-lane road at the very top of it with room to spare. Amazing. It is so many yards thick. I don't think that uh, that's a concern. So who uh, do you think has the worst drivers in the nation? Just my opinion, Washington yeah, State. 
No, what city? What city has the yeah. worst drivers? Oh, okay. And and you know what? To be fair, I, well, I'm not going to tell you the year, but let's say within the recent, within the past five years. Um, probably someplace where they don't do a lot of driving. So I'd probably say New York. Well, that's a fair. It says here Boston. Boston? Okay, another place where they don't do a heck of a lot of uh, uh, driving, relatively speaking. I mean, they do a lot, obviously, because there's a lot of people. But they also have good transit, I thought, anyway. And how about the best? Um, the best drivers? In oh, a man, this is just a total guess. It's a tough one because it's there could be so many. Um, let's see. Um, man, I don't know. I'm gonna just gonna pull it something. Hey, Rocky, watch me pull an answer out of my hat. Um, Indianapolis. I don't know. It could be anywhere. Okay, so it was Kansas City. Okay, not too far away. Kansas City, home to good drivers. I'm gonna have to visit it. <laughs> Never been there. Well, yeah, I have too. I have too. When we went through Overland Park, yeah. Okay. Kansas City, Missouri. Right. Here's one for everyone. And Mark, and if Mark gets it first, because and he's got the mic, so it's kind of like it's gonna be a tough yep. one, but it's it's gonna be a race. Um where what state were most American presidents born? I know that one. Virginia, of course. Okay. Okay, good. Yep. Do you have an assistant? Is 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 no. is Linda back? Is, is does she have like like five screens, multiple um, screens, and keyboards and and? Well, you know, I can't really say that because she has a desktop and a laptop sitting on her desk, but she's in another room at the other end of the house. She is in the chat, however. Okay. Because I can see that she said Oahu has the worst drivers. No, well, yeah. I don't know. It depends on where you're at in Oahu. <laughs> Some of them don't drive worth a ding-dong. But then again, it's hard saying because most of the people on the road in Oahu are tourists. So, two more. Okay. Um, the Library of Congress contains approximately 800, 838 miles of bookshelves, long enough to stretch from Houston to Chicago. Mm -hmm. That is an amazing fact. Just saying. From Houston to Chicago. It has approximately 838 miles of bookshelves. I mean, we got to keep it. We got we got to keep the documentation somewhere. I mean, you know, the, I mean, all the, this, yeah, all this all this digital stuff is great. It's excellent for what it is. But, you know, as we have seen in the past, what do you do when the power goes out? I mean, do you remember when everybody freaked out when YouTube broke? I mean, yeah. you had folks just literally petrified that, that all their videos year. were gone. Yeah. I mean, people were petrified that their videos were just gone. 
And, you know, I don't know, did anybody lose a channel over it? I don't think so. I think it was just their servers went down. Yeah. But I mean, it really opened people's eyes going, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, you yeah. Know? It was the end of the world. Yeah. Now, speaking of that 800 miles, how would you, uh, bookshelves, how would you like to be the dude that, you know, does the cards for the Dewey Decimal System in the card file? Oh, man. <laughs> walking back with a drawer and drop them you know yeah i don't know yeah. if they've if they've digitized mm -hmm. i know they've digi digitized a lot of stuff mm. you can go on on library of congress whatever.gov or whatever uh -huh. but um i don't know if they've done all of it or most of it or what that number is but um that's a fountain fountain of of information i mean oh yeah i i, I don't know how many years it'll take to digitize it all, but I don't think that it's all digitized. I'm sure that they have things in there that they don't even know what they've got yet. Yeah. You know, because that was started so long ago that I'm sure the folks working there now um, know the highlights, but nobody could know everything that's in there, you know, and it's just the the digital stuff is so new, relatively speaking, that even for a relatively young country like America, the number of years it would take to scan every page of every document into a digital format, especially when the formats keep changing. I mean, they thought they were doing good when they were putting things on microfiche. Well, that's obsolete now. I mean, but did they did they categorize? Oh yeah. So in other words, did they have an index? Oh yeah. Okay, so I mean that's they had, they had indexes and what have you, but I used it like still, a handful of times. Back but you, but you've got people who are now scanning books and scanning documents, or converting from transferring things off a of microfiche into a digital documents that have never used a microfiche reader that they stopped using microfiche before these people were born. Yeah. So it would kind of sort of like us, it would, it would be like us using punch cards or perforated tape to load a program into our computer. It's like, how do you do this? You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing, but we keep, you know, pulling, dragging along the information mm -hmm. for the ride and good thing we do too, because, um, we need it, um, yeah. you know. Well, I'm all for digitizing everything that we can get our hands on and making what we can available to the public. Because, well, as you've seen yourself, I mean, in trying to track down people in your ancestry, um, those documents just haven't been digitized yet. We don't know if they ever will be in our lifetimes because there's just so much. I mean, this is a relatively young country. We're only 230 some odd years old. Imagine like the UK, they have a thousand years of history there. And then yeah. you go, you know, uh, some like Spain or Italy or something like that, where they were separate principalities and different dominions. And then all of a sudden brought together, there are, there are things in regions of both of those countries that the central governments have no idea they even exist yet.
mm-hmm. let alone what they have. So they, they have a lot of documentation. Don't get me wrong. Spain has Spain has documentation since the time of the Visigothic kings and Roman times. Yeah. So there's Roman scriptures and writings and protocols. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot. Um, yeah. Like they literally have, and plus they, when they took over the Andalus, mm-hmm. um, the caliphates crumbled mm-hmm. um, instead of Ferdinand, Ferdinand, instead of um, destroying once they came into, um, mm-hmm. what was that? Bar, uh, no, what was the city that we had talked about again in the South? Um, oh, I can't remember. Uh, um, that Southern city. The last yeah, one. Can't remember what it was. I can't remember right now either. Whatever. Granada. Granada. When they came into Granada, as opposed to burning it all, as typically you would want to do because you're pissed and it's time mm-hmm. to destroy. They didn't they didn't burn it. They kept right. it. And so so that's a good thing. But just the same, the indexing problem, um, plus fires after the fact and who knows during the time because just because they didn't do the burning then uh at that precise moment it's a big point in history because he decided not to burn the writings of antiquity because they had brought it over from alexandria um all the greek writing came through the arabs into europe that's how europe got the actual Mm -hmm. philosophers it was through the andalus people but with that said, we don't know what could have gone up. Maybe if they would have kept track of all of it and have it, we could probably go down into Roman oh, yeah. times. Oh, sure. Or further back. But you brought up another interesting point in that think of the language differences. How many times did those regions change languages? You know, the languages we know today of these regions, I mean, uh, it well into the 17 and early 1800s most of the population of france didn't speak french there were various local dialects there was flemish there were germanic languages uh spanish was spoken latin was spoken i mean when you think about the language changes over the years i mean just in the uk going from old english which was basically germanic then you had welsh then the scots gaelic and the irish gaelic the different languages that have been used you've got to have somebody to be able to translate all of that and they had their scribes, so they did. Oh, they yeah, did. they did. But you've got to be able to trust that scribe to literally translate what is on the page, and not make up his own definitions because he's had a bad day. You know. Yeah, that's that's been studied though, like the the like decrees and and stuff and all that. That's that's been fairly um, sure safe safely translated and all that so but but we only but we only know what we're telling what they're telling us is written on there how do we know it isn't why did the chicken cross the road you know (laughs) did you know that spanish french um well spanish french german English, all of the European languages 
came from Indo-European, an unknown Indo-European language. Yeah. They're all related mm -hmm. linguistically. They can trace them back to just the halfway point between Asia proper and where Eastern Europe starts. It can all be traced to that a little area where, I mean, it was basically, you could say it's Russia, Southern mm -hmm. Russia, you could say, but back then, whatever it was called, it can all be traced to that area. Yeah. It's an amazing thing. Oh yeah, it's it's it it's boring for most folks, but that kind of thing is still fascinating to me because I'm a word nerd. I like play on words. I like the history of the language, the change of the language, the changes that have happened over time, and just you know, all around. I can't remember the guy's name, but there's a a, a fella in the UK who has a YouTube channel. And he speaks Old English, which is very Germanic. Mm -hmm. And the most recent video of his that I saw was he had a, it was him, it was a four-panel um, live stream that he had recorded. And it was him, a guy from America, a guy from Australia, and a guy from Poland. And he would say a sentence in old English and see if these people could pick out what he was saying. And the guy who was from Poland was more accurate and got more sentences right than the Australian or the American because there were certain words that were just similar enough to Polish that he could get the gist of the sentence and maybe he couldn't understand each and every word, but he could understand the idea behind the sentence and come up with the meaning, you know, which was odd to me because I didn't think Polish had anything to do with any kind of a Germanic language, but yeah, English is a polyglot. They, man. They, they do. They, they, they all have to do with each other, even though it's not, obviously apparent but i saw a video that went into it very in depth it was actually a, a linguistics professor and they try to trace the root of all european because it's all branches there's actually tree maps of of the uh, languages and you'll have the rom the romantic languages which we know right. the are the portuguese yeah. and the spanish and the mm -hmm. french um italian and there's um was is it Romanian? I think Romanian as well. So there's that branch of people, um, or sorry, languages, um, which infers people, but we're talking mm -hmm. linguistics. And then you have the Germanic, right? And then you'll have the English, and you'll have English, the Germans themselves. Oh, I'm sorry, the French were. Uh, so in the Germanic, you have the English, the mm -hmm. um, the um, German, and mm -hmm. then you have, I think it was. Dutch, uh, you have all these variations that right. Dutch, Yiddish, that, right? No, not Yiddish at that point in this tree. I didn't see, right. but yeah, I could see how. And then they had the Slavic, and then mm -hmm. the Rus, you know, which mm -hmm. are the um, the um, uh, Rus, yeah. And you have the and so you can see the branches and stuff. And right. there was a root, and some words, although we pronounce them different, 
have the same meaning in all languages. Right. So it's an interesting, it, boring to a lot of people, but right. because it I'm is. kind of a, a, a nerd for those things, I mean, it was interesting to me. But anyway, yeah. going to the, the final one I wanted to mention of... Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot we were doing that. <laughs> like I said, this is interesting to me, but what do you get when you team up with a guy who studied English? And 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 a guy that, that loves um, uh, studying all this whole ancient history. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And all that. Um, if Texas were its own country, mm -hmm. it would have the 10th largest GDP in the world. I'm all for it. If they want to secede from the nation, I'm all for it because they can do things for our side that we can't do as a big old country. <laughs> it's, I mean, it could be it's independent. I think most of the states could probably handle that. Well, wow. we were we were supposed to all be more or less sovereign states with a central government, but sovereign in our own affairs. And Texas was its own nation for many years. Yeah. So, you know. But what can I say? Then well, we're getting political because we passed the 17th Amendment, which I think needs to be repealed. And it just basically took all the power away from the states. But that's neither here nor there. Well, since you brought up that, um, <laughs> I, I would be remiss if I, I didn't mention any, anything within the, at least as a bookmark. Um, and and I'll, I'll, I guess I'll be brief and stuff. I don't want to, um, the whole craziness that's been going on here. And I know we're all aware of it because it's like one of the biggest things we've, we've seen. Um, I just want to, my my little statement is that um, the destruction, wanton destruction of of people and their things and their persons um, is disgusting, mm -hmm. and um, to me, and there's no excuse. And and to me, all, all, this whole thing is um, just unacceptable as far as you know the the concept of. Of wanting uh, the concept of owning the sweat of your labor, the things there that you build with your hands or through your work or through contract, 
um, your life, um, you know, your family's life, you know, you have a right to be secure in them and secure them. Because mm -hmm. without that, you know, there's nothing. Yeah. yeah. So minus ideologies and, you know, everybody's a great thinker and everybody's a brilliant mind. I always think of America, and I've mentioned this before, and I'll say it publicly. My belief in America, my basic root is the concept of it could be a family out in the middle of the country, you know, open land, and they build a little fence, and they have their little shack, and they defend it. And you can have intelligent people come by quite reasonable human beings wearing suits and ties and funny 1800s little hats, you know, whatever, and come to the door and they say, we're here to help you. We've got this great idea for you and we'd like to buy your, and the idea of the man in his, maybe in his ignorance, but simply be maybe to his folly, because it could be an economic great thing, maybe to his folly, but the freedom and ability for that individual with what is his to say, get out of my yard, big city boy. Yep. We don't want none of that. But, sir, you don't understand. you know. Uh, and so, <clears throat> in other words, I don't have the right to think that I can, that I can think better for you for what's yours and what's in your best interest. And if I'm your friend, for whatever that's worth, at worst case scenario, I can't twist your arm because I think what's better for you. But I can tell you, hey, man, listen. Hey, bud, you know. But that's as far as I'm morally able to take it. Yeah. The idea, last bit I'll say, the idea and arrogance, these are the two things that that. I cannot abide by is arrogance rightly or wrongly worse. If it's wrongly placed arrogance, if it's rightly placed arrogance, you can say, well, he's got the facts, right? But arrogance and we're all culpable because we're, we're human and there's, but a consistent, you know, arrogance is a horrible thing to have. And, and, and the other thing is, you know, is that that very horrible personality trait of envy of what others may have, whatever that might be. Those are not good. And, and, and so those things I think lead to a lot of, of bad things. You know. Well, it, we've set that up in our society, um, whether it be intentionally or unintentionally based on, I mean, we were talking about it earlier. We have to have it now. Instant gratification. There's no such thing as sacrifice anymore. People don't do without. They refuse to do without. Whether they can afford it or not, they just refuse to do without. I mean, I keep going back to it, but we both know folks who make minimum wage who have to have the new iPhone. And there's just no sense in it. There's none, but a certain faction, a certain percentage of people 
are always willing to beg, borrow, and steal to get it because they think it makes them a more complete person. It doesn't. It makes you more shallow and superficial. You know, other than a gift, other than a present somebody has given you, and to me there's a difference, can you think of anything you've received for free that was worth a ding-dong? I can't. There's a reason some things are free, and there's a reason some things are worth working for. And yes, you have the right to every uh, the the uh, rewards of the sweater sweat off your brow, mm -hmm. but um, I don't know. I, I I think we all have a lot of thinking to do about a number of things. Um, you know, without getting up on a soapbox or anything, I've preached it all before. Keep your hands to yourself, leave other people's things alone, be nice to one another, mind your own business. And, you know, if that means you have to do without something for a little while, so be it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, well, I really don't have a lot to add to that discussion. I mean, I, I really don't. I mean, I don't know what more I could say. Oh, sure you do. Oh, sure you do. But but here's the thing. <laughs> but here's the thing. Um, I I kind of wanted to, and and we're being quite um, palatable. Um, but the the truth of the matter is that I do not like bullies. Yeah. And if it means a officer bullying someone if it means a person taking advantage of another person um if it means someone breaking into another it means stealing from another if it means abusing on someone weaker if it means any of those things i am not your fan if it means condoning it i am not your fan i'm just gonna be perfectly honest because we only live once you know um, I believe in the dignity of human beings and, you know, that idea of busting a lady upside the head with a two by four in front of her business. And she's like a little thing like that. And you're busting her head. You're a scumbag. I'm just going to say it. I want it for the record. I don't give a crap. You're a scumbag. And all of you are that do that kind of stuff to hurt an innocent life regardless. And that goes for all innocent lives, you know, and I'm not trying to make a slogan of it. But it's disgusting. Yeah. That's it. that's all I wanted to say. Uh, you're absolutely right because there's no regard for anybody else. I mean, think about that. You're not even just talking about the physical. The physical is bad. The physical yeah. is horrendous. I mean, yeah. there's nothing there's nothing more horrendous than the physical. Yeah. But take a couple of steps back from that. I mean, every business that's out of business now that took out jobs. That took a, I mean, after the Corona thing, we just, I mean, and I, I, I hesitate to say after the Corona thing, because, hey, people, we're still in the middle of it. You. That's, that's true. We're still in the middle of it. That's not over with. Um, but I mean, some businesses were just starting to come back. Mm -hmm. They were just getting back to work. And now those places are gone. So that means there's there's somebody out there right now. There's a lot of people out there right now that aren't going to make the rent on the first of July because they don't have they don't have a job to go to now. You know, 
So enjoy that flat screen because your neighbor is going to be moving out soon because they can't pay the rent because they worked in that store. The amount of justification also that I've seen across the socials of justification or a sweep under the rug, let's say, of actions taken because in the name of, of change. I just ethically think to myself, if you're okay in the name of the ends justify the means and you're seeing, oh, well, yeah, sure, they're destroying half of California or sure, they're destroying many. Oh, sure, they're, but guess what? This has to be corrected. I wonder these bold revolutionaries if they, and this is not going to, they'll never, you know, a person won't because a person so arrogant will not admit to a fault because of the arrogance and they know it. Mm -hmm. And I know they know it. Um, you're okay with that random act of destruction and violence for somebody else's property into a, in such a far distant area from when some, where something else occurred, but you're, you're saying, well, it's hey, it's, we got to end justify the means. Well, I wonder, and I know the answer, if you'd be okay, you you that justify it, driving your, your, your car, if they come and take you, pull you out, beat you upside the head, and while they're doing it, plus busting your car and maybe flaming up your house, in your mind, you that justify are saying to yourself, you know, this is for the good of, no, you're not. This is for the good of everybody, and I'm just going to have to take my hits because it's, it's ends justify them. No, it only justifies the ends and the means when it's not your butt on the line. That's You're right. full of crap. And and I'm leaving that for, for those people that are, are justifying the, what's going on so they know it and act accordingly because now you know how I think of you. You're not worth a dime. My opinion. <laughs> and so things like that. I don't, give a crap. <laughs> I don't give a crap. What's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. Yeah. And you okay. know, the cop that did that, you know, you don't kill a person. We talked about that before this all blew up, actually. So we yeah. we 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 talked and we both agreed and we were and we you can go back into our um, Wayback Machine, which is trampledunderfootpodcast.com, and we have that Wayback Machine there, and you can click it, and you can check out the things we've said so it can sort of jive or not. Um, and we sure would like your opinions, so you could leave us a little message if you think you like what you are hearing, if you want us to touch on certain topics. But we also do have a website. <laughs> that's, that's right. It's my turn to screw up because you were talking about the website. But just as an aside, I got to say that's probably one of the most interesting segues I have ever witnessed in my life. (laughs) 
dude, I kneel to the master. Because <laughs> you know what? Yeah, have you ever seen like the funnel effect? You're 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 on a, on some sort of like like speeder through the water and stuff, jet ski, and the, 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 you know that the, the water is getting shallow, the river is getting closing in on you. I'm trying to find a way out. I found an inlet and I took a left. <laughs> Because I mean, you went from romping and stomping, and I almost believed it. I almost <laughs> thought you were serious. Yeah, no, well, I'm, I kind of was. <laughs> I, I, I kind of, I kind of was, but okay. So let me let me straighten it up and see if I can turn it around and kind of back the truck up. Beep beep beep. All right, here we go. You let in with. We also have a. We also page. <laughs> <laughs> we also we did it to each other. We also have a Facebook page. Trample Underfoot podcast over on Facebook. Come on over. Give us some ideas for some shows. I had a little chat with uh, one of our regulars in uh, somebody else's chat on their live stream. And he said, hey, Mark, you guys should do a uh, podcast about this. And I'm like, you know, that is just the kind of feedback we want over on our Facebook page. So we can run it past other people and see what they think. So I don't even remember what it was, <laughs> to be honest with you. But make that suggestion over on our Facebook page. Go over to Facebook and look for Trampled Underfoot Podcast. And you can give us show suggestions. You got a topic you want to hear us talk about you got a topic you want us to finally shut the heck up about because you're tired of hearing it we'll take that in advisement but that's about it if you got you know give us a like let us know how we're doing are we good are we bad are we indifferent are you falling asleep in your chair not you steve <laughs> talking about steve um we're also sponsored by harneal media that's Steve Nealon over at Harneal Media. And they create websites as well as web stores um, for you. And it's the best prices in town. So you could go check it out. You get a personalized service as well. So if you need to build a website with items up there that you sell, um, go ahead and talk to Steve at harnealmedia.com. That's right. He's the man. I mean, he'll do as much or as little as you want. If you want him to run the whole thing, okay. You want to run everything, okay. He's the guy that you need to talk to. He'll help you set up merch. You want to make T-shirts. You want to make uh, baseball caps. You want to make these cool-looking masks and gaiters and everything. Everybody's been profiling in here nowadays. He's your guy. He'll hook you right up. Harneomedia.com. Back when I was in elementary school, there was one incident that happened that I've, I've mentioned before, but I think it, 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 it kind of um, blends in and maybe something comes of it. But um, we were leaving school and there was this kid, you know, one of the kids. I never talk to him but you'd see them in the hallway a bunch of kids and you just say hi and you you know you form little distant bonds close bonds and you know how it is you know humans we're, we're social creatures and you might not talk with a person but you, you you wave them and stuff and well there's this one kid came from behind he wasn't looking and he took his bag his his backpack and the kid swung the backpack which he had put glass bottle in and he smashed it on this other kid's head. Man. 
and for no reason at all. Because mm-hmm. this this kid was just trash. Mm-hmm. So mind you, the 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 layout of the story, a guy for no that I, you know I'd wave that and stuff for that has that had done nothing. A guy comes randomly and hits him in the head. And I came up to the guy and the other kid that did that with the backpack, with the bottle, Uh ran away. Sound familiar? And I looked at the guy and, and... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And, and turned him around, and he looked at me, he was like dazed, and all of a sudden, from his head, blood started pouring down the front of his head. And I said, dude, you know, are you okay? I mean, what? I'm a kid too. All I knew is that you just hurt this guy. And I'm like, are you okay? And blood was gushing down his head. And he couldn't even react, but I held him. And more kids started coming up to help him. Meanwhile, the guy with the bag and the bottle ran away. Does that sound familiar? If randomly, no matter who you hurt, how can anybody in the right mind, how can anybody in the right mind not know who's the bad guy? Yeah. And I am amazed at adults that don't, can't do math like that. I'm bad at math, but I'm pretty freaking good at knowing to keep my hands to myself and not hurt others, nor justify when I see others do it. Mm-hmm. I am really indignant about a very basic thing. Mm-hmm. Very indignant. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's one example in a little, but maybe, maybe they don't get it. But that's a simple little example within a, as as kids where same injustice 
ethically speaking, unrelated, and but apparently, what I say, I have lost a lot of faith in uh, my fellow citizens. To be honest with you, well, it's that it's what we've been teaching. We've been teaching you get your way when you throw a temper tantrum. Yeah, we've been teaching that. Um, showing your feelings is a good thing and it's healthy and that there's no consequence. There is no discipline. So our own chickens are coming back to roost because we have raised, I mean, let's think about this. Let's be honest here. Everybody out there doing exactly what you're talking about. We raised them to be that way. Yeah. So we have nobody to blame, but ourselves now. We have others to blame for certain specific situations, but the overall in general reaction, they believe because they were taught that this is how you handle it. You throw a temper tantrum. This is how you get your way because for the first 20 years of your, of their lives, that's what they did. Yeah. Now, you were never told no. You got what you wanted. You know, I can break a window and take a talking to. If I broke somebody's window when I was a kid, oh boy. <laughs> there were immediate negative consequences. Yeah. And the easiest of which was I paid for the window. Right. Whether it was an accident or not. Now, I never intentionally broke anybody's window. But, now, uh, imagine, 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 imagine you come in after your day of looting with a bag full of goodies and your son, daughter and wife are sitting there and hey, daddy and oh, daddy brought home some good stuff. We've got TVs. We've got this. Where'd you get it, daddy? I nicked it off of the store and freaking, you know, El Paso and whatnot. Imagine what you're teaching without even having to utter a word to your kids and what they are going to represent in their school after the fact and what they're going to grow up believing is okay and not okay. Well, it's just disgusting. You're asking for thought, and that's not authorized. You're asking for thought in regard to somebody other than themselves, and that's just not how things work these days. Dang, I'm beginning to think you're older than me. You know? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I just don't know anymore, man. I, I you know, in some, in, in some ways, nothing surprises me, but I know I'm old and cynical. So, but I've witnessed this before. I was too young to remember the Watts riots in the early 1960s. I believe that was 65 or 66. So that would have made me four or five years old. But the Berkeley riots happened right up the road from me yeah. when I was eight or nine. And we've seen it happen time and time again. But it's gotten worse as time progresses. I mean, there are certain cities in this country where this happens if their football team loses a game or when their basketball team wins a game. They'll do the same thing. Right. 
you know? Well, 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 but this is like, no, like, yeah, I know. I, I, I get it. I understand that, but we have set it up in our society where I'll say it again. There is no discipline at all. So folks think this is how you get your way. And let's make no mistake. When they say justice, they mean my way. I get my way. That's the true definition. You know, now I'm not talking about the innocent guy who was killed. I'm not talking about that family. I'm not talking about that situation. I'm talking about these lowlifes destroying buildings and lives. Screaming justice. They don't even know what they're screaming about. Well, I mean, like I said, I saw so much destruction. Uh, a lady, like a little, little lady. Uh -huh. I'm sure she can defend herself, but there were two guys with two by fours making her mud. Yeah. Uh, in front of her store saying there's just stay away and that's and, and that's supposed to make me support your cause it right. doesn't you know what it does is it turns people against your cause it closes ears it makes people turn their back so you're your own worst enemy now there was one one brave hero that shouldn't have because he was an older guy. It was stuck. In, they were stuck in traffic somewhere, probably Santa Monica. I don't remember exactly Santa Monica, probably who knows. And he got out of his car because they were beating on another car and there were people in there frightened. Who knows if there's kids in there, even if there's not, you have no business endangering another human being because you're having a little fit. And the guy said, whoa, 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 whoa. And the guy said, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. He turned around and started beating on him. And then others came and they surrounded him and literally were kicking him into the pavement. An older guy, probably in his mid to late 50s, um, maybe 60s, and he's freaking being pounded because they're having their little hissy fit. No, no excuse. No excuse. No. You are the slime. You are the slime. Yeah. You know, and there's countless of stuff like that. So after seeing all that, well, you know, I I really can't find um a a saving a silver lining other than what you just said. They will pay because nobody they will pay in one way or the other because well, they do have Nike shoes at home now, but other than that, people it, I don't know that around. It all comes around. I do believe in karma. It all I, comes around. I don't believe that most human beings, that I can tell you, um, because if it were so, we would have gone up in flames literally like just years ago. Yeah. But I believe most human beings understand when they see someone vulnerable that this is a vulnerable person. You don't you don't take advantage of them. I think that most human beings agree with that notion. Because we would have, like you were just saying, have gone to yeah. crap a long time ago, let's say. Mm -hmm. um, but there sure is a lot of wicked, you know, mm -hmm. no well, counts out there. So, 
riots only serve to condemn the cause that you're claiming to support. That's all they've ever done. They condemn the cause you're claiming to support. Everything that you're screaming about is falling on deaf ears. Yeah. Yeah, and, and likewise, like Jim said, uh, do not paint good cops with the same brush as a few bad ones. That's also part of the... We can't... I believe that the, the since I since I don't know mm-hmm. anybody in depth what they're thinking in their minds, I can only react to their actions, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I have to treat them according to that and distance and 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 get closer depending on what I see is a threat or not threat, a uh, friendly or not friendly. I mean, there's visual cues that we've been given since primordial, since freaking you know caveman times. You know, and so, you know, maybe that's the problem. These people have evolved certain things from because there are certain things you want to evolve into, well, which is a bit more of personal respect. But just just to say this bit, you have to judge people or you don't have to go ahead and do what you want to do. Not you, Mark. I'm just saying to the people at, yeah. l- at large. But th- since I can't know everybody's, I have to judge by action. Mm-hmm. You judge people individually mm-hmm. how much you know yep. you can get on with it in life with and who to stay the heck away you have to judge people on an individual basis uh, you know concerning their the way they comport themselves right yeah. and let's make no mistake i mean i know that there's going to be people out there that say well you're not supposed to judge other people baloney judgment is what keeps you from picking up the hitchhiker wearing a hoppy hockey mask carrying a sledgehammer in one hand and a chainsaw in the other. Yeah. You judge people every day. Don't you dare tell me to be non-judgmental. Well, we and there's all judge every day. Well, true, true. And there's a difference between judging whether to or not associate or whatever mm-hmm. with the judgment. These people are saying that we just sentenced your ass to the two yeah. by four into the, so there is, you know, so yeah, you can have your personal judgment and you with your freedom conduct yourself away from these but the nah, you know these people well, boy. we said it last week um you know i i think we have all always known that there was just a certain number of just plain bad people there are just some bad people out there but until we started recording everything with cameras i don't think anybody realized just how many there were yes and we've seen that on parade yes last week yes there's a lot of the mark that's one thing there's a lot of people and here and if anything needs to change that's what needs to change I, I, I'm thinking all sorts of things right now. And, um, you know, I think we better (laughs) land the plane before we go overboard (laughs) because there's only one parachute. Okay. And it's mine, damn it. And it's also your edit. So (laughs) it's going to be a fun one. I mean, you know, I think we've been, look, if what we're, we've been saying is unreasonable to a certain amount of people, <clears throat> let us know. You know, no. See, I was going to say something a little bit. See, go ahead. You, go you, ahead. You're, you're very. Take it. No, but 
you're 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 on you're on a, a, a more calm um you know place um it's just I'm the old. intellectual dishonesty that I've seen from a lot of people is concerning to me because truth doesn't matter to them. No, nope. I just want to win. Yeah, we're not looking for the truth. We just want to win, and we're gonna make it so that you know it's they're so full of crap. I'm sorry, but to be honest with you, um, I I don't like that. You know, I don't. That's not my rules. I prefer to be corrected through honesty and <clears throat> look at this point of view, man. You know, oh, but how about this? And work at it. Sure, I can be a little bit, you know, hey, I'm going to be fighting, you know, but intellectually, you know, maybe I'm blocked and I don't know something. And then that's fine. But, uh -huh. but, but, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's beat the old women. Let's, let's crush the, the kid. Let's destroy the. No man, so I don't. These people, they're just. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, uh, parachute, I was, but I was serious about that as well. If if there was something incendiary that you thought we said, let us know. I don't think we did. I think it's. I think our response to all this junk, and believe me, we're censoring ourselves here. You oh, know. Big time. Uh, this, but this is <laughs> big time. I, I looking at everything that has gone on. I don't think there's anything either of us could say that could be incendiary, because you know it's already happened. You know, you cannot argue that that woman deserved to be beaten like that. You cannot argue that that man deserved to be beaten like that. And don't come at me with moral relativism. Well, did that guy deserve to? No, he didn't. And it's a stupid question, so don't bother asking. Yes. But you don't make things better by killing more people. You know? So, I don't know. That's all I got. You know, um, I agreed with, with all that. And... Um, and then some. So, listen, folks, we're in a crazy sort of like back-to-back what-the-heck year. And um, not to mention, we had a space launch, and somebody actually made it to the freaking space station. And a the rocket actually went back and landed on, on a um, floating pad, which is a whole different can of worms because when it landed the cameras shut off before we see it land. And then the cameras come back on and it's sitting there and the conspiracy theories have just floodgated all out. So all this has happened. Space, space, uh, the space thing, um, the Corona, the, um, rioting, um, and a whole slew of, I can't, Oh, there was UFOs spotted the other day. I just, I'm, so, I'm 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 waiting for Godzilla and the flying monkeys, and I'm I'm taking bets on who's going to be first, which is going to arrive first. Don't forget the murder hornets. Good God, don't forget the murder hornets, dude. It's been insane, dude. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sorry, but it's like, what the heck is? And people are 
going berserk, dude. You know, I'm beginning to wonder yeah. if maybe Tide Pods came out in raspberry flavor, and that's what this is. They're on a new level of Tide Pod, and everybody's just partaking, and I don't know about it. Yeah, I mean, well, final thought. These people that 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 are so uh, in, intellectual and and excuse the the Ryan, I think you're all a bunch of fools, and I'm containing myself. You're all a bunch of fools. So I'll catch you guys next time. On behalf of Mark Lindsay and me, Eloy Escajedo, we thank you for checking it out. Long live America. And our brothers up to the, the north and the south as well. Canada, all of us. Live long and prosper. Don't kill each other. Peace. Trampled underfoot. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.